0: Welcome to Advocate Radio. I'm Oak Cliff editor Rachel Stone, and I'm here today with Michael Aminet, who is president of the Old Oak Cliff Conservation League. Hi, Michael. Hi. <laughs> um, and here we're here today talking about the, um, the the Old Oak Cliff Conservation League's new list of all of the endangered, most endangered architecture sites in Dallas, or in Oak Cliff, rather. Yes. Is that how you say it?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, there. And they're not necessarily immediately in danger, they're just the, the places that we wanted to, uh, to draw people's interest to and to kind of uh, inform and um, um, educate them about places that they did not know about that were abandoned or that, uh, that uh, might have uh, uh, some zoning issues or, or just uh, that could be more successful that, 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 so that they would not be torn down.
0: Okay. And you got this idea from Preservation Dallas, which does kind of a similar list every year, right?
1: Absolutely. Yes, and okay. Catherine said that we could do it, so it was very sweet of them to let us borrow their idea.
0: Okay. And so what are the, I see number one is Historic Churches of 10th Street. Yes. What's, what's the deal with that?
1: Um, well, that came about, well, actually this whole list came about because uh, uh, of our, our, uh, our deal with the ISD and Oak Cliff Christian um, that started in December of last year uh, and, and we subsequently that uh, they acquired the church by Adamson that most everybody knows this story and, and, and so uh, they wanted to tear it down to the tennis court and we took them to court and stopped them and we have until uh, August fifteenth to to sell the church. We're real estate agents now, and so we have until August fifteenth to sell the church, or they can tear it down. So people approached us and said, "Well, you know, was there anything that you could do, could have done, to have been more proactive with this rather mm-hmm. than reacting to them tearing it down?" And and there really wasn't because there was a congregation in there, and and, and on the outside it, it looked like it would have it would have been fine, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the, so, so there wasn't anything we could do about that, but we thought, well, how could we kind of uh, draw attention to uh, pieces of architecture, and so that's why we got uh, um, this list. And so Oakwood Christian is part of a lar- larger uh, group of churches that, that once lined 10th uh, Street. Uh, I believe it, it was 18, actually, that were there, and we have uh, um, eight left, I think.
0: Eight of 18 are left.
1: Uh, yes. And, and, and it's cool because I, I didn't really know there was there is one that's uh, in the 10th Street Historic District that I didn't really know about, the Bethel Baptist Church, um, built in 1905. Um, and that's not one that I had included um, before when I was counting. So I, I learned something. I learned a lot, actually, yeah. from doing this. All of us did. We had a committee mm-hmm. that worked on this, and, and, and we all learned a great deal, and we had a really good time doing it. So we had fun. Okay.
0: And then um, what's, what's, what else is on the list?
1: Um, the second thing on the list is, uh, um, um, oh, um, uh, the, the, it's a, a, the Second Church uh, of Christian Science, it's on 1755 uh, Colorado on Colorado and uh, um, Plymouth, and um, I had a lady approach me um, at this function that I went to, um, that was really good friends with Ruth Chenoweth who started the Conservation League and she's this really sweet lady mm-hmm. and she said, so most um, well, certainly any list that you're doing must include this church because she said that it had the most uh, perfect acoustics of any building in Oak Cliff. So I thought, well, that's really interesting. So I, I looked into the church and the church is owned uh, by a man uh, who grew up in that church and he bought it and keeps it for his mother who is... Uh, a 100 years old and who wow. um, I think they were, the people say she lives on, on Marydale which is like a block away from there and he keeps it open for her and her friends so that they can go there cuz it's a Christian Science reading room now
0: Oh okay So
1: so the building is pristine uh mm-hmm. but and it's not there are uh, uh townhomes behind there and so uh, uh but this is actually zoned R75 which is more of a single family residence so it could be a home but mm. but but when, this, when Stevens Park was drawing up their conservation district that they're working on right now, the city advised them to leave this church out of the conservation district. So uh, it, has, it doesn't have any protection. And, um, and it's a great building, it's an interesting building, and so, uh, so we wanted to do that.
0: Yeah, it's a really pretty building, looks mm-hmm. like. It yeah. has it's, a really pretty lot and everything.
1: Uh, it's Williamsburg Colonial. Uh, uh, there were oh, articles wow. about, uh, in the Dallas News about when they built it. I think it cost $165,000 $165, to build it. Oh, okay. Wow. Crazy, yeah,
0: and then what else? What's three? Mm,
1: Three is a great school. We love this. This is like far away from where we're all typically used to uh, hang out, and this Mm -hmm. is Boat Story Middle School on 3000, Maryland. It is on um, if you it's between Keyst and Illinois on the other side of 35. Um,
0: oh, okay, all
1: these streets are named after states over there. But this, uh, this architect that did this is uh, his name is Mark Lemon. He did uh, 18 of the structures at SMU. He did the Hall State, he worked on the Hall Estate State at Fair Park, and he did the Natural History Museum at Fair Park. Um, what else did he do? The Cotton Bowl. Uh, so he's a quite a renowned uh, architect, and we're lucky to have his, uh, his building. It's, it's an amazing, amazing building. It has so much detail. Um, it's, it's interesting to see how what they were willing to do back then, uh, invest in a school, and you drive by now and you see like these one-story things with no windows. and It looks like prison, and like these kids right. have this beautiful, beautiful building, and they're about to spend some money on this building and uh, do some. Um, renovations and so uh, they're gonna do some things that aren't kind of true to the architecture. And, and, and The school district still owns it? Oh yeah, it's an uh-huh. active school. Oh,
0: it's an active school. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and, and it's not landmark and it really should be because because he is a, a renowned uh, architect and uh, and this is one of his uh, uh, more interesting buildings Perkins Perkins Chapel at, at SMU. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just lucky to have it. I mean, we thought it was cool and we thought we'd like get away from here because everything's here at Bishop mm-hmm. Arts, you know, and we thought we'd like Oakland's a little bit more than Bishop Park's. So. Yes, that's
0: important to remember. Mm. <laughs> um, what is your, do you have a favorite thing that's on the list? Mm. Or what is your, what do you think are the, yeah. the more interesting ones that people might not know
1: My favorite know thing about? on the list is the, is the uh, <clears throat> well, I have two favorites. I have uh, the Eagle Ford School, which that is... That was
0: Bonnie Parker's school. Uh,
1: they found her report card in the basement. And um, <laughs> that's so they figured out that she went there. And, uh, and and this uh, this cautionary tale from her teacher, that, that about what a sweet girl she was, and she was very obedient, and she was working on her station in life, and she's spelled on the wrong people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, and you, that you just need to watch yourself. It's hilarious. Don't be so obedient. Right, right. And she's really pretty. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, the, this building uh, that was uh, Eagle Ford, it was in uh, an area called Cement City. It's Pinnacle Park now, mm-hmm. and so the the cement quarries were there. So. Uh, I mean, this building is like a fortress. It has uh, 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 they say it's like 14 to 16 inches thick. So it has two layers of, of concrete bricks with six inches of concrete between those and five inches of concrete Wow, in the ceiling. And, it, and it's a two story. And it has these little signs, these cool signs like boys' entrance and girls' entrance, one on each side, and uh, and then it has a basement with an auditorium and restrooms. And it's this really cool door. Yeah, it's and, sort of like
0: Moorish or moor-ish, something. Moorish, yeah, it's
1: very, very Moorish. Yeah, and uh, this guy, he offices in there, and the interesting part about this that that we're hoping the city can help him out with is what he relayed to me was is that when they did the Lowe's across the street and they took out his grandfather's septic tank because it, it just sat out there by itself forever and it had no sewage it had no septic tank back then so they took it was on the other side of the street where Lowe's is and they took it out so they didn't put him on the sewer line they didn't do anything for him when they did that so so consequently he has uh, sewage issues and um, they're about to widen Chalk Hill Road so we're hoping something can happen now because he says he he doesn't he likes the building and he didn't want to do anything to it mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, mm, it's uh, what is it? Micro, it's new micro system, new something. Hmm. You can Google it. And there's statements by him he would never do anything to it. Mm-hmm. And and what? He like tells this story about about they shot up his front door one time. He's out there picking up glass, and then they like, then there's like a, more guns. He's gotten shot at trying to clean up the front door. So they shot all the glass, so he had to like get these big intense doors. and mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wow. a great building, and then my other favorite one is the uh, uh, the, uh, the the subway the, the streetcar stop that is uh, the end of the Sunset Line on Pearson Catherine in the uh, mm-hmm. North Cliff uh, Conservation District. Yes, <clears throat> um,
0: that's cool. in Ravinia Heights,
1: yeah. <clears throat> North Cliff, actually. North Cliff, and it uh, and it's actually a Conservation District. It has an ordinance and everything, and so this building is the, this one. This was built in nineteen thirty. There's three buildings, and that's all in the middle of a, of a residential area, so there are no other commercial buildings for blocks. Mm-hmm. So they don't really have any parking. Um, this building is curved, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, and then yeah, these two sit across the street. This is, everybody loves this. And it's like this tiny, tiny building. It looks to be like five feet, of, I don't know, maybe six or seven and eight feet across, and, and it goes back maybe 20 feet. Yeah. And there was a, it was built to be a barber shop <clears throat> and uh, then these ceramics people and the ceramics sign is still there. They used to do ceramics in there.
0: Is there anybody in that building right now?
1: They recently uh, leased out—not in that one. Uh, they recently leased out one of these, uh, actually, to uh, Jason Wright. Is our uh, is the North Clip representative to the league? And his wife was interested in, in doing some art in one of these spaces. So oh. she got together with uh, mm-hmm. with the owner, and and so she's going to start doing that. But these, what's fascinating is that here you have this conservation district. And so when you do a conservation district, you have a list of contributing and non-contributing structures that make up the conservation district. So if they're contributing, they're more protected than they're non-contributing. But here are these old commercial buildings, and they're listed as non-contributing structures within a conservation district. So if you tore them down, you wouldn't have to replace them with uh, period pieces, which is more expensive, which is what... Help save them
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: from being torn down. So it's kind of. Well, Why trolley,
0: trolley car stops is one of the things that's been on preservation Dallas's list too. Yeah, right, right. And there's one in East Dallas that's like curved like that too. Oh, yeah, by, by, Baylor,
1: by yeah. Baylor. Yeah. By yeah. 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 Um,
0: so it, it,
1: it, and, and also there's zoning, there's really limited, mm. but you can put in there, and you know people would love to live in those things.
0: I think so too. They would
1: love to, and so yeah, you'd I'd have to. There's there. some zoning things that have to happen things like that too. Uh, yeah, you can do personal service or just like here like hair salon or uh, you can do uh, uh, manufacturing
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but it's really limited because you you couldn't put a restaurant because you'd wear the neighbors out probably because yeah. literally there's houses that butt up to these buildings. Mm-hmm. But um,
0: You couldn't really do any kind of retail or anything I wouldn't think. No,
1: maybe not. I mean there's, there's a formula for all this with retail but you know if you get creative with the zoning um, which is what happened here you know this, the first thing they did was make it a, a, a conservation district and, and, and identify the, the structures that they want to make contributing, and then they did infrastructure work with trees and sidewalks and, and, and lighting, and then they reduced the parking requirements because, um, like this, these buildings are old and they didn't have parking lots mm-hmm. because they depend on the street cars, so, and they're landlocked, and it's hard to assemble parking when you have a landlocked building like that. Mm-hmm. So. Those kind of things could happen in a lot of other places like the boundary um, which is another area um, it's at Marlboro Jefferson where they're tearing their front off the old Vogue Theatre. Yes. Um, that's kind wow. of a drive. That's my
0: neighborhood. Yeah
1: me too. I live right I live on 10th right by there. Okay. So um, I drove by there one day I was late to work because I drove by there and like literally like oh no and I stopped in the car. It's like what are y'all doing? And they're like, Oh, we're gonna make it look more like mark a church. I go, Oh, that's great. That's gonna be great. Yeah. But they could have done that. I understand they wanna do that. But you could put like a facade over that old theater thing and mm-hmm. left it, and then so later, whenever somebody can come back and, and make it look like that again. But now that's not possible. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. Yeah. You know? That 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 didn't, that, that didn't need to happen.
0: That's another example of where you thought the building was safe because it was you know had a congregation and the church oh, and everything. Right, and they yeah, and they had it. a tenant and
1: they, they took really good care of it and they had the they even had the painting kind of looking like the, the, the theater. I, I thought they were great. Yeah. Um and I was sad that they did that. Uh,
0: okay, well thanks so much Michael for talking to us today sure. and um thanks for listening.